If you need income fast, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Joy Gibson has her master's degree in ECE and has been teaching for the past 16 years. She ended up being laid off during the pandemic and she saw it as a blessing. She was burned out and this was just the push she needed to start her own preschool. In just two weeks, her online preschool was up and running, and she finally feels like she is in control of her career. Listen in to discover how you can start an online preschool in just two weeks, too. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare, or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm Bethany Johnson, and my guest today is Joy Gibson. How are you doing today, Joy? I'm good. How are you, Bethany? Doing fantastic. Thanks for talking to me. I can't wait to hear yes. what you got going on. Thank you. <laughs> what was, what's your background in, and what was going on before you decided to start your own preschool? Well, my background is in early education. So I have my master's degree in early education and have been teaching probably for the last 16 um, plus years, okay. you know, formally and informally. Uh, right before I became a part of Preschool All-Stars, I was unemployed. The pandemic had um, laid me off from the position that I was in. Um, and I saw it as a blessing. I did not want to go back and work for anybody. And so I decided to see what was out there that I could do. I had followed Joy for maybe, I would say a year or two. Um, it always caught my eye because we have the same name. <laughs> so I was always like, I want to see what this lady's about. <laughs> um, and so I joined the seven day challenge um, and that changed everything. I was like, oh, I can open my own place and start my own um, business. And it's just been exciting ever since. Awesome. What kind of places had you worked in? Was it public school? Was it preschools? What, what kind of places? I worked more in child care centers. Okay. Um, I had subbed in um, elementary schools and things like that. I owned my own center for um, two years when I had to have my children and then added on a few so that I could supplement our income, mm -hmm. um, but mainly in child care settings. Okay. So you owned your own center and how was that? And how is that different than owning what you have going on right now? Yes. Um, time consuming, <laughs> exhausting. Um, when you have to work and it was small, it was in my home. Okay. So in Pennsylvania, you can have um, three to four children in your home besides your own. And at the, at the time that I had it, I had two of my own and then four children. So with all the different schedules and everybody, I was open from probably 5 a.m. to about 7 or 8 a.m. every day. So oh, then it didn't include no. cleaning up, <laughs> prep for the next day, all those things. And I was like, what am I thinking? <laughs> but it was fulfilling because I got to stay home with my kids. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. you try to weigh those things and um, keep a positive attitude, but it was exhausting. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm a fellow PA girl here from yes. Philly. Not in Philly now. Finding but... Pennsylvania folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Love> some time. <laughs> well, now I'm in Vegas, but oh. I moved here about five years ago. But okay. Philly was my Philly was my place for most of my life. Oh, nice. I'm in Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. Yes. Awesome. Um, okay, so now tell me when did you um start your seven day challenge? How long ago? Mine was October of 2021. So this past year, um, and I started my school November 1st. (laughs) Nice. Okay. So you jumped right in. I did. I, I, I told myself, and I think that what I really learned through preschool all-stars is don't leave time for doubt. Don't like get on the ball. And so once I finished the seven day challenge, I'm like, no, I'll do it in January. That's a good start. The start of the year. And I knew that if I put it off for too long, it would be put off again. And, you know, and I was like, no, I'm giving myself two weeks, get it together. I don't need a full preschool room. <laughs> I need yeah. a background and I need, you know, I'm all, I've always done curriculum myself with getting the curriculum through the, um, the box. I didn't even have to come up with it by myself. Yeah. I was like, I can do this. Let's start. <laughs> and then with my founding family scripts, I had three children um, that signed up through that. So I knew I was already on the move. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So you, you had three to start out with, with your founding family mm-hmm. and you're doing preschool. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and do you have a niche? Do you have a niche? I do. Mine was, and the name of my school is connections online preschool. And so oh, okay. it was about um, helping children connect to themselves inwardly and also the world around them. Mm. Um, it might change a little bit for this upcoming year, but I even did that with my summer program. I wanted children to have the necessary skills emotionally to deal with what's going on in our world around us. So it focuses on emotional health, emotional intelligence, mm. um, executive skills, things, those skills that they need to prosper in school. Um, So a lot of what I'm creating for my summer program, I'm going to continue to do in my um, preschool program next year. Awesome. How are you teaching emotional intelligence? What are some, uh, some specifics there? Because that's so important. Oh my goodness. And just really what I've realized too, with children, I have five of my own ranging from 14 down to three. Um, And so what I see even in my own home is what I think and feel about others and really being able to voice your needs. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, that is the top of emotional intelligence, being really be able to verbalize what you feel and need to tell the world around you. So we talk a lot about feelings. We talk a lot about um, how to speak, how to talk and how, um, you know, that will help them excel. Even in my class each week, we do greetings and we do um, asking each other about our weekend or things like that even learning those skills helps younger children. You know, as adults, we have challenges sometimes, but younger kids are like, well, how do I connect with others? And how do I, um, you know, start a conversation? Um, And so those are all the skills that I try to hit on, um, even with the youngest at two, two and three years old. Um, And they get it. They really, they really adapt and get it. Are there certain exercises that you do to um, facilitate that, especially because it's an online setting and it's not in person? Are there, is there a certain time that you set for conversation time or um, how does that, what specifically do you do to facilitate that? 
They always know we have a greeting time at the beginning of each class. So that is already set every single class. So they know we also greet one one by one. Um, Each child will say hello to each of the other children Mm, uh, by name. So they're learning their names as well. um, And they are able to do that. And then each week we have a share time. Now, if somebody also brings something to class and we're all interested in it, we share. And that gives that child too the ability to tell something that they love, Mm -hmm. but also have children connect. And, you know, once they say, well, that's cool. Or, you know, they feel a sense of ownership with whatever they're doing or whatever toy they have. Um, And so I would say at the beginning of every class, I also think being online that opens them up to want to speak and connect with me and the other children. And so we're doing well as we go through the class because they had that time to open up and chat. Mm -hmm. And what about the executive skills? Which ones of those do you focus on? (laughs) Well, I'm in the process of creating my curriculum, so I can't can't say too much on that. Um, But what I really focus on, and I do this more with my seven-year-old, and that's why I'm carrying it over into my preschool, Mm -hmm. um, things like self-control, self-regulation, being able to, and we do this a lot too, I read a book in every single class, and we prepare our body for that. Mm -hmm. What is our listening their listening time body doing it's listening it's looking it's you know my body's trying to be calm uh, because for three-year-olds that is hard (laughs) and I recognize that right I Mm -hmm. tell them but I said if you can really try then we can all you know listen to the story and adapt Um, so those are some of the skills I try to hit upon awesome I love that I love that so tell me uh, how your preschool runs what's the schedule and how long are your classes I have 30 minute classes. Um, Currently, I have a Tuesday, Thursday class and a Monday, Friday class. Um, It was just based on there was supposed to be a Monday, Wednesday, Friday class, but parents schedule was not, um, you know, open to that right now. So it is Monday, Friday. Um, So I've tried to be uh, flexible with that Mm -hmm. (laughs) as I try to get new students in. Um, and then I also do pre-recorded classes that I send, um, to, if you're two day, and then I send home learning kits, which I just moved off of my shelf because I was creating them for next month, but they have what, what I realize as an educator being in a classroom is that, um, children need hands-on materials. They need things to create. They need things to learn, Mm -hmm. um, And so I wanted that for my preschoolers. And so I create a kit each month that has hands-on things that go with each unit each week um, so that they can do them at home. And also the parents can see what they can do and, and, you know, um, work along with them and learn with them. Yeah. What type of stuff does your monthly kits include? I know a lot of time welcome kits include like supplies, like scissors and Play-Doh and stuff. Did you do one of those? And then now do you send like curriculum stuff with it? Yes, um, they all get a welcome kit and that does have standard construction paper, scissors, glue, all the things you would need for different crafts that I might send out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I also started a Google Classroom this year. I need to move to my hub, (laughs) but I started with Google Classroom to um, house everything. And sometimes I send extra activities like videos and things like that. But in my kits, I really try to hit on all the developmental domains. So they get a science experiment, they get um, language arts materials, they get um, social emotional materials, music. I'm looking over at them now, like what else? Crafts, a couple crafts that go along with our kits. Um, even a sensory bin, like this oh, wow. month. That's cool. 
well, and it's small, but it's something that they can manipulate. This month, it was um, kidney beans for the letter K, mm-hmm. kidney beans and like animals to play with in the in the sensory bin. So, have you um, found I tried- that that is cost effective? Is it affordable? Because that's what I'm worried about when thinking about making kits. If I should do a monthly kit or just a welcome kit, I'm worried that I might get a little overboard if I start monthly kits and then I'll just be losing money left and right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and because I'm so new, um, when I started it, I wanted to finish it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so yes and no, it depends on what you want to put in it. Mm -hmm. Um, and what I think I might do next year is make items that I put in the welcome kit that can carry month to month, mm-hmm. like say the weather bear, I'm sending mm-hmm. one this month, but I was like, Oh, I could have sent that in the beginning mm-hmm. and each month. They just use it. Yeah. For the different yeah. Weather, you know, so you could think of things like that, that could turn around the cost because you're using it over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big thrifter. Mm, and too. so I find a lot of things either that I had in my house and I could repurpose or, you know, and so the manipulatives are a little less cost. I do hit up the Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. one of my favorite places. So um, I never even priced it. You made me really think about it. <laughs> um, I, but also surprisingly or not so surprisingly, a lot of my kids are in Pittsburgh. At least oh, okay. I have that's to ship nice. one kit. Okay. So I think that's the part that does get more. Yeah. Cause shipping is expensive. Yeah. Depending on where your kids are. Yeah. You, you pay a lot of shipping, but I get to deliver them to their oh, home. That's cool. You get to see face. them. We put a mask on. We say hello. So I, I love that part. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so totally. I'm like, Oh, I will bring a kid every month. Just, just yeah. so I can see you in person. <laughs> that is fun. That's fun. I remember when I, when pandemic started and I was still teaching and mm-hmm. I, but I didn't like get to say goodbye to my kids from the district. Yeah. I made like a little book basket. Cause I had so many books in my room and I like hand delivered them to all their houses. Yeah. And like me coming to their house was like, Blue you're a celebrity. <laughs> like, wait, you're allowed out of school. You can you're come to house. <laughs> yeah. It's my just daughter so just cool. said that. My teacher lives at school, mom. And I was like, yeah. no, <laughs> that's what they all think. It's so funny. Right. Okay. So tell me how it's going. How many, how much do you charge? I, my founding family price was 47. Okay. Um, my price for last year was 67 for two days and for two days in my next program, it's 97. Um, so I did, um, increase it a little bit with what's Mm -hmm. happening in our world and kind of advice from joy as well. Um, and then because I offer extra things, I thought this price could be higher. Um, and I think that I give enough materials and bonus and myself, um, Mm -hmm. to make it worthwhile. Yeah. I mean, you have a master's degree, just that right there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I worked hard for that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Totally. And how many students do you have right now? Currently I have five. I did have seven. Um, a few stayed on for a few months and it didn't work with their schedule or the family was moving and they just couldn't keep up with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I have five currently. Awesome. And they, you said most of them live right around you. Yes. Yeah. And actually all of them live in PA. There's just one that I'm like, I'm not driving two hours to send it this box. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. put it in the mail and the kids okay. will love it. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, getting Last mail year. is just as exciting. Getting good their mail. name on it. I put <laughs> yeah. their name on the front, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it's for them. So yeah. Yeah. And what time are your classes? I do a 10 o'clock Monday and Friday, and then I do 11 o'clock on Tuesday and Thursday. 
Okay. And then you send the same pre-recorded one to all the kids. You only have to pre-record two classes or do you have some four day kids that you'd have to do four, just two, just two days for right now. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. So, and you're doing a summer program coming up and how are you marketing these days to fill more spots? Oh, and that, I just was thinking about that last week. Um, so I was just using social media, but I did just complete a flyer to take to programs that I do around my community. Okay. Um, also local papers, I'm getting in those and trying to, um, see if I could, um, get some advertisements for free if I can. Sometimes like the really local papers, they don't charge much. Um, and then just trying to come up with some creative ideas. Cause I'm like, you don't have to live right in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that just popped up for me was a grant opportunity mm-hmm. to um, fund my summer program and bring this curriculum to about 20 children in my community. So, Ooh, that's so I'm cool. working on that and I'm super excited, but um, I'm always looking for different things to try to get the word out or, or get funding for me as well to keep mm-hmm. this, this program going. Is that grant through your state? Um, It's through our, it's called the WCDC. It's through our um, business district. They have a a hub. Okay. And um, each year they grant five small businesses in Wilkinsburg um, this funding to put on programming for education and children. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Grants, I feel like I got really a a very pretty large grant this year from the American rescue plan money. They sent it out to like child cares. And uh, I I feel like I need to look more into grants because after I got that and I I got a smaller one from, I mean, these were like COVID funds that from the federal government that they dispersed through the States, but it got me thinking about other grant opportunities. And I'm like, man, why am I not applying for grants? Because even like, as I'm trying to launch my online program, I'm like, oh, how much money do I really want to? I mean, I want to put invest in marketing stuff so I can really make it big. But if I didn't have that grant, I wouldn't really be able to do that until we until I start getting more students. So I feel like grant grants are something we all need to look into more because it's just free money and it right. does take a little work to look for the grants and it does take and some paperwork to write. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. the ARP one was pretty easy. I just had to fill out, you know, fill out some paperwork and then you have to get all the proof and it is paperwork to do, but right. it's so worth right. the money. It's just free yeah, money. You it's can so get worth that. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Totally. Um, one thing I've really been trying on social media too, is like share it, you know, mm. as networks share out. Um, and one thing I did do recently was add, um, took a lot of time and added uh, mom groups, mm. grandparent groups, and yeah. just started chatting. You know, that was one of the things outlined in preschool in a box, just start chatting and talking about what I do. Um, so I'm hoping that that will bring some more attention to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, mom groups. Advertise. Yeah. But yeah. as you start talking about it, they're like, what mm-hmm. do you do? What's going on? Oh yeah. Um, I've even joined a couple groups too that are business oriented mm-hmm. that have like share your Instagram or share your Facebook page so yeah. that I can do that and get the mm-hmm. name out there. Yeah. When I first started with this mom's group, didn't really have rules about advertising. And then in the yeah. past two years, it's like, they are very strict about advertising. <laughs> I think there were a lot of MLMs that yes. ladies were advertising that people were getting upset about. So now you can't really advertise in any of those mom's yeah. groups, but no. I definitely like because stalk them for whenever even- people, yeah, people <laughs> ask for feedback. I mean, they're like, what preschools are around? And I'm always right. jumping on that. That's when right. you can jump in. Yeah, that's true. Questions. Yeah. <laughs> 
if you asked and I can tell you exactly I think too yeah. those scrolls were so filled with advertising they were no yeah. more conversation mm-hmm. yeah so I yep. get it yeah I'm like I'm trying to find my way in <laughs> I just joined um for the state of Nevada one of the I don't know, statesman made, gave all childcare owners a free year uh, membership to the Chamber of Commerce. And so I'm like now digging into all the stuff that they offer. And I don't know how much it is actually to become a member of the Chamber of Commerce. So if I will continue it, but they give like a $1,200 credits to the review journal, which is a big um, newspaper here and they have digital stuff. So I'm going to be getting that. So I'll be advertising with that. So that's free. And then they have tons of networking events that I'm going to my first one next week. Then I'm, so there's like lots of opportunities with stuff like that. And with like the better business bureau, they Mm -hmm. also, they contacted me and now I'm a part of them and they also offer free advertising in different places. So there's definitely different business things like that, that people can check out that offer advertising and offer networking. And that's a, I think they could be good resources. If I utilize them more, I'm starting to now I'm starting. I feel like I have a little bit of imposter syndrome when it comes to those things. So I'm starting to like work myself up and be like, wait, no, I am an entrepreneur. I do. I do belong in these things. I, you know? Yeah. I feel you on that too, though. It's like, you have to build up who or what you are. Mm -hmm. I think because I've I've always been an educator. And so I know how to promote that or tell you, but then it's like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I own an online preschool, but also Mm -hmm. with that, I have to promote it and I have to do the business side. So it's so much more than, you know, just teaching in the classroom. Yeah. Um, And And I feel like it's kind of hard for teachers to change to the business mindset because we're so focused on the educational mindset. So even, I mean, having to, even having to like intertwine the two for me is hard because yes. having to charge people for education is hard for me. Cause I want everyone to have that great education, right. but I also am running a business. So I have That's to, right. you know I mean? That's so right. it's hard, but they say when you go to these networking events, have your 30 second elevator pitch ready. Yes. So you, you're just, so I'm like trying to get that ready now that I can just yeah. blurb it out sounding confident and That's right. together. <laughs> now, do you have a preschool operating currently mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I have a, a home preschool yep that I opened about two years ago that's been nice. full since I opened pretty much and then I had an online preschool last year and then when I had my baby I had to stop it so now I'm like relaunching it again okay kind of like a new a new kind of format for it too so and I'm nice. last when I first launched my online preschool I launched it in like 14 days with the 14 day challenge and yeah. now I'm I've been working on it for a few months and I'm launching it in the fall so I have like time to kind of think about it whereas yeah. before yeah. I did not I just yeah. like jumped into it and it worked yeah. I had about eight students all year and I was doing it with while I just opened my local so I was kind of doing it at the same time and I wasn't really able to give it the love and attention I needed. So now, now that my local preschool is running pretty good and I have a teacher in here and I'm not worried about marketing for this because this is already full for next year. I just like, I'm trying to put all of my effort into my online preschool and market that, but it's, uh, that's nice. I do think about local as well. I wasn't quite sure. I do want a space if I do local. I don't mm-hmm. want to do it in my home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I do it out of my garage. So it's okay. very separate from my from my That's, house, which is yeah, really Yeah, if nice. I could get something like that, yes. Mm-hmm. But I have five and right now I'm in my dining room. Yeah. Even that is sometimes like, I need you to be quiet. Like I'm yeah. in class, would you, you know? And so you need that space to be able oh, to yeah. really do it. And Absolutely. That's why I understand. Like I'm understanding now, <clears throat> 
online preschool teaching is production too. <laughs> so, you know, you don't think about these aspects because I was like, I know how to pre teach in person. It's so different. Yeah. I had to really learn how to teach online. Mm -hmm. um, and I think by the end of this, I'm like, hey, I'm pretty good. My kids yeah. are engaged. They're, you're ready to teach and they're ready to learn. And so it's been really fun learning with them mm -hmm. as I try to teach and then learn how to do it. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely a whole nother ballgame, especially if you want, you know, good quality. When I did it the first time, I, I just used Zoom and I, it was, I didn't do pre-recorded unless okay. I like had a doctor's appointment. So I, it was all live. So I didn't edit it or do any of that. Okay. But now most of my classes, except for the two live classes are going to be pre-recorded. So okay. I've like been working on my editing skills and mm -hmm. trying to learn new programs for that. But it's, it's slowly but surely with that, because I'm not good with technology. I'm just trying to figure it out. You know, that's how I am too. Even zoom. I, I, you know, for the past two years, so many people have been using it consistently mm -hmm. and because I wasn't working, I did not you know, you mm -hmm. would do it for certain programs or concerts or things like that. Um, but I had to get very accustomed to it, mm -hmm. <laughs> know the ins and outs. And now with the computer that I have, I can actually record my zoom meetings. So that is what I use for pre-recorded as we go mm -hmm. through our zoom class, the other class gets, you know, that other, you know, flip side of it. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think has been the biggest challenge in, in this whole process for you? Um, I would say my motivation. I mm -hmm. did go through some health issues in the last couple months. Um, you know, you want to, in your mind, you envision full classes and making money and everything starts slow and steady, especially with a new business. So trying to keep that inspiration and motivation, which yeah. I'm appreciative with preschool all-stars that um, it's there and that, you know, you hear stories of the good, the bad, the ugly from everyone. And you're like, it's not just me. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's somebody else going through that. And so just really trying to push through the end of the year and, and finish strong, um, but I think that push and that motivation is the thing that you, I have to work on constantly, um, especially not feeling so well in the last couple of months. So just really trying to um, give it my all and appreciate my families and kids because they love and enjoy it. I just had a father the other day was like, I never watched your class. And that was great. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you like the class, you know, like not even your child. She does. She loves mm -hmm. it. But to hear a parent even say, wow, like I really, in, I was enjoy, I was engaged in it mm -hmm. and I see how much my child learned. So yeah. that really pushed me. So in this last month, I'm like, yes, yeah. I'm ready to go. You know, absolutely. I think in the beginning when I was doing online, I was more scared of the parents watching than, you know, entertaining the kids. I mean, I can entertain kids all day long. I know how to be as goofy as I need to, but like yes. if the parents are sitting there like judging, you know, and then I've realized that like and the, the parents, I've gotten great feedback from the parents. One of the, I had to go online like a month ago just for my one class. Cause there was an exposure in the class. Um, so we had to just for like two, two classes and the mom is in the background and she told me later, she's like, I was crying because I've never heard him sing all those songs or I didn't know he knew all that. And, it, yes. and he learned so much. And I know, like, I didn't know all that. And I was like, oh yeah, it's like, it's good for them to see the boy, you know, oh, all yeah. their kids see, because they go home and they're like, how was school? And they're like, it's fine. Like, what'd you learn? I like, I don't know. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> but then seeing that they're learning and seeing their progress, it's nice. And the parents, I mean, all the parents think it's hysterical watching all the stuff they kids do. So oh. I feel like it's entertaining 
entertainment for them too. Yeah. And the parents, what I realized is that they're used to watching their kids like terrible TV shows. So I'm sure anything is better than, you know, watching Blippi and Coco Melon and all that. <laughs> right. The things we're forced to watch because yeah, of our exactly. kids. Yes. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> what do you think has been the biggest thing that you've learned throughout this whole process? Oh, um, that I can create my own business and sustainability. I think that um, although it's hard work, <laughs> I know that I will continue it and and work at it. And um, to see that feedback from parents and kids and um, just really seeing how much I can give to children. Um, and so, yeah, I just think that I've learned, I think I've learned more about me in the last <laughs> six, seven months mm -hmm. um, and just about what drives me and what, what are my stumbling blocks? What makes me um, not succeed as much as I think I will or could do? Mm -hmm. um, and like we said, I did learn things like using Zoom and, you know, <laughs> slides to do my classes. But I think that all comes under the, um, the, the, the knowledge that I can do it and that um, learning about me will help me prosper and, and succeed in my business. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, last question. And my favorite one is what advice or uh, encouragement would you give to someone who was in your position like six months to a year ago? Oh, join this, join this program. <laughs> Cause I was, I was on the fence from the beginning. Um, and I was like, well, no, I know how to do this. I could do it on my own, but um, becoming a preschool owner myself was amazing, but to also have the support and the knowledge and the skills given constantly and consistently has been the thing that has solidified that I will succeed. And I, I can see that. I can see it improve from others. I can see it in my own preschool and where I have grown from October to now. Um, and so it, it has just been, it's been a journey. <laughs> I can say that. Um, not so easy sometimes, but the the push and the drive of all the people that are involved have really helped me keep pushing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Not last question. Now this is my last question. Where do you see this, uh, your preschool and where do you hope to see it in the next five years? Oh, I, I do want a local preschool. Um, so I've been looking at spaces that I could open and create that. I do love in person. I really do. Um, online has been great, <laughs> but I do love in person. So I would love to see that happen and not do childcare, mm -hmm. but create a preschool that um, I can have them for a few hours and have a couple sets of kids. And um, I do believe my online preschool will, will flourish. And I think that I want to be the person that's teaching like five different classes a day, you know, and then bring on teachers to teach those classes, becoming, yeah. um, you know, becoming the CEO of this all and like, just, you know, dictating yeah. and directing what's going on. I don't know if that'll happen in five years, but that's a, the goal. I'm big on, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm big on manifesting. Like yeah. put it out there, say what you want, and then work towards that goal. And so mm-hmm. um, I could truly see that one day. Um, maybe not five years, but <laughs> in five years, I hope to have the local awesome. uh, and see this see this preschool vision grow. Awesome. Well, I will catch up with you next year and see where you're at next year. Thank you. (laughs) I wish you all the best of luck, Joy, in making these dreams come true and good. And congratulations on everything you've got going on so far. Oh, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. You have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you'd like to have a success story just like that one, I invite you to join our preschool all-stars. It's my exclusive membership community where you'll get mentorship from me with weekly Q&A lives, support and guidance and friendship from hundreds of women on the exact same journey as you starting running and growing their preschools, and my exclusive access to Preschool University, every training and done-for-you file that you'll need for every milestone on your journey to help you start, run, and grow your preschool. We've all been there, and we've got the exact same steps that you need to go through, but we do it all very quickly so that you don't have to waste time or money doing the wrong things at the wrong time. We'd love for you to join our Preschool All-Stars membership. Just go to preschoolallstars.com or click the link in the description to a immediately jump into preschool all-stars again go to preschoolallstars.com and we'll see you there